Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Five o'clock, good afternoon. Oil conglomerate Sasol has recalled all its employees from neighboring Mozambique. The company fears reprisals against its employees due to the xenophobic violence in South Africa and threats of revenge attacks on South Africans in Mozambique. A Sasol contract was put on hold. Sasol is pulling out all its 340 South African employees in Mozambique. The company expects the first group to return home tomorrow. Alex Anderson is the spokesperson for Sasol. We've taken a, a precautionary measure to exit, uh, to facilitate the temporary exit of South Africans back into South Africa. It's purely precautionary at this stage. The security and well-being of our employees is paramount and is secure in Mozambique even as we stand. As I said, the, the situation is calm. Uh, we have just taken the precautionary measure um, of taking that step. Brand SA is reaching out to its networks across the African continent, offering reassurance that South Africa is still a good business destination in spite of recent attacks on foreign African businesses. This body charged with promoting the good image of South Africa says the recent attacks illustrate economic tension in specific South African communities rather than hatred of other Africans. Brand South Africa's Petrus de Kock says South Africans are not Afrophobic. We've actually built a huge reputation for ourselves on the continent as a very good business destination, as uh, good partners in development on the continent. So by a small section of our society attacking immigrants, it's actually doing us harm. Newly appointed ESCOM acting CEO Brian Molefe says his priority will be to minimize load shedding. Public Enterprises Minister Lynn Brown today announced Molefe would head up the struggling power utility in an acting capacity. He replaces Tediso Matona, who has been suspended pending an inquiry into ESCOM's problems. Molefe is a current CEO of Transnet. We have to understand what uh, the, uh, the real causes of load shedding are and uh, to see how we can get around the problems uh, and uh, as soon as possible. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of work and a lot of thinking has gone into what the problems and the causes are. Uh, I will be sitting down with the team over the weekend uh, to discuss uh, what it is that we and where we can intervene at a matter of agency to minimize load shedding. The World Bank is providing $650 million to three countries worst hit by the Ebola crisis. The bank says the economies of Guinea, Liberia and Sierra Leone have been crippled by the outbreak of the disease. Sierra Leone President Ernest Baikoroma says the disease has had a huge impact on his country. Our projected growth in 2014, that was... Uh, 11.3% ended up at 4% and there directly we have had companies shutting down, uh, mining companies, uh, the tourism has substantially gone down because uh, uh, the flights in the country have been cancelled. And finally, Iraqi television is reporting that Isaac Ibrahim al-Duri, who was once Saddam Hussein's deputy and seen as a key force behind this rise of Islamic State in Iraq, has been killed. There hasn't been official confirmation of his death. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reports. 
There have been reports that Izzat Ibrahim Adori has been killed or captured before, but this is the most compelling so far. The man with the red moustache has had a huge bounty on his head for years. He was the king of clubs in the famous pack of cards that the US issued of wanted members of Saddam Hussein's regime after its defeat. He came back to prominence last year in an audio recording in which he purportedly urged Iraqis to join the jihadist lightning advance against the government. It's been rumoured that he might have been playing a key role in pulling the strings behind behind the IS offensive. Certainly Saddam-era officials and military commanders have played a vital part in the movement's success. Top story at five o'clock. Oil conglomerate Sassol has recalled all of its employees from neighbouring Mozambique. The company fears reprisals against its employees due to the xenophobic violence in South Africa. I'm Suresh Pillay. Your headlines in half an hour.